now joining the freaks. He's joined us for the last two or three. Jeez, oh, how can I say? Maybe three or four times this year. I think this is a sixth win in the pro light class. R.J. Anderson flying those lone mark colors. That's right, R.J., your sixth win in the pro light class for 2013, I believe. But you don't walk away with that championship. you got to glean something positive from this damn race, right? Hi. Yeah, uh, Lake Elsa wrapped up our last week in racing this weekend, and uh, we took a win, the last place win of the season. So, uh, yeah, we actually had a little bit of a rough year, but claimed that sixth win, and that's actually twice as many as the next year, the next time on. Well, looking at your, your win yesterday at Lake Elsinore, the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series, is this something that you roll into for 2014? You're going to stick around the Pro Light Series? You, you're going to run maybe two classes next year? What's your plan? Yeah, no, I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely coming back in uh, 2014, and uh, I can't go down as a second place in points, so I'm coming back for sure in Pro Light and uh, going after the title again. Um, we got a good run, you know. My first in Pro Light, I was second in points. Hey, RJ, what the hell are you doing with your phone, man? Talking to the damn end of your phone. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys having a hard time hearing me? There we go. Now you're talking into your phone. Did you just learn how to pick up a phone yesterday afternoon, RJ? Yeah, I'm still new at this. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so what you said in there you said you might run pro 2 full-time next year yeah that uh we're definitely looking into that um it's definitely pro light for sure for 2014 and uh pro 2 we would definitely like to um we're definitely looking into trying to expand that to the program next year as well R.J. Anderson flying those lone mark colors in the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series, grabbed him a win at Lake Elsinore yesterday afternoon. Crasher, go ahead. Well, R.J., you guys were three wide coming off, what, the biggest jump between, I think it was two and three. You guys made it work. That's what gave you the lead. But then three other guys tried to do it later on, and we had a pretty bad accident. I believe it was Hart. Do you know an update on his condition? Yeah, uh, actually, um, one of my friends here at the track saw him today uh, cruising around. He's uh, definitely beaten and banged up, but uh, he's walking and he's okay. He uh, had a little bit of lung damage and uh, some concussions, so I'm definitely glad that uh, mm. Kyle Hart was okay. He took a big spill right behind me, and, um, you know, it's not good when, when that happens. I heard heard a total of 14 times he, he went over, oh. so uh, that's, that's a pretty big hit for a pro light. So, yeah, I mean, yesterday was a... Uh, it was a really good race. It was one of the best flight races I've ever been in. We uh, we went through wide around the track for like three laps in a row, and it was a bummer that um, they got a little tangled and mm. ended up taking a ride. What was it? Because it is balls when you guys are three wide over the probably one of the most difficult parts of the track. What was it that made it work for you guys, or for you in particular? That's how you got the lead. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just uh, they, they were directly behind me when it happened, so I didn't see what happened with those guys, but... I mean, when we're going 3D wide, it's like you got to make sure everyone's comfortable with where they're at when, as you're going off the ramp because it's wide open and we're flying 150 feet. It's one of the biggest jumps we have on the circuit, and we were going 3 wide off it. And, uh, you know, the turn right before sets up for a lot of passing, so we kind of all get inside of each other. And, and, you know, you can't – if someone's getting a little crossed up, I was uh, for sure ready to back out. But when we did it, uh, everyone was in control, and I think, uh, I think when those guys did it behind me um, – 
as they were coming up the ramp, someone kind of split the gap, and, and there was a little bit of contact, and uh, it ended up in, in the crash. We have R.J. Anderson, of course, flying the Lonemar colors in the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series Pro Light class. Got himself a win at Lake Elsinore yesterday afternoon. Statman, go ahead. R.J., we hear in other sports, especially football, all the issues of concussions and so forth. You kind of hinted at that uh, a minute or so ago. Have you, One, have you ever been dinged like that where you feel like you have the symptoms of a concussion? And are there any protocols uh, if you do get a concussion to guard against going out and racing with the problems? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, when uh, when a driver's uh, diagnosed with a concussion, um, you have to have a doctor's uh, consent to be able to go race for the most part. And, and a doctor, when I got a concussion, I think a doctor said uh, no, uh, no driving for, I think he gave me three weeks. So I... Back in, I believe it was 2011, I was racing in Glen Hill, and, and I, I bounced off a cable and crashed. And I actually, I didn't get a concussion from hitting my head on anything. I, I had so much G-forces when I crashed that they said uh, that the, my actually my brain moved and came and hit the back of my eyes, and it, like, made my eyes swell shut. And uh, that was probably the worst head concussion I've I've had from uh, from racing, so it was. Um, I was able to race the next day because I didn't actually hit my head on any um, on any tubes or anything. But yeah, I could uh, I could barely see out of one of my eye because it was so swollen shut. Oh, holy smokes! That's RJ. Oh. That's pretty crazy. You got back in the car the next day and raced the next, and they let you. Is is that what you're saying? Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was a not. It wasn't that violent of a crash, but I think it was what they said was just because I changed direction so fast, I was going left, and then when it crashed, it hooked right really hard. So they were just thinking that the, what happened is my my face pretty much moved so fast inside my helmet. We're so strapped in, we're wearing all these head and neck restraint systems that when my body went to move, all my safety gear stops my body from moving, and my face still had so much G-forces that it pretty much tried to escape through the eye port of my helmet, and that was why, you know, my brain kind of moved and swelled my eyes shut. Oh, my gosh, because people listening, especially the diehard motorheads who know about the Hans device, the Hutchins device, and how crucial that is to motorsports these days, and for your guys' safety in the cockpit... That's just a whole nother angle of it and how, hold on a second, maybe we now need to be looking at revising those safety pieces of equipment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, I think the people involved in the safety of our sport are, are definitely doing a good job. And, um, no, it's definitely I, it's something I'm surprised it doesn't happen more in NASCAR. Um, maybe it's just because it's more head-on stuff, but, yeah, I don't know exactly, I don't know exactly why, but... No, I think the people definitely do a good job of safety, and I don't. I I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they could do to keep that any more safe, unless they uh, they fill our cockpit full of foam before we go out. If your <laughs> true, if your doctor gave you three weeks, to, told you that you couldn't race for three weeks, would you stay out of the car for three weeks, or would you just get back in and race a week later if there was another race to run in? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean. Probably it's not the smartest thing, but as racers, we always think about racing. And um, so it's probably come down to, uh, you know, how serious of a crash it was. And if I had a concussion, that's uh, not something really to mess around with. And 
we have a we have a good rule over here at the Lucas Oil Series where if you have a doctor's note, you can actually have a fill-in driver for a weekend. So I'd probably look to that route because it's not very uh, subtle, smart wow. around in your brain. Cool. Yeah. Nation, his name, R.J. Anderson, running in the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series, got himself a win, Lake Elsinore, on Saturday afternoon. What does R.J. Anderson do in the off-season? Are you a big glamorous guy? And explain to are, are you a glamorous guy where you run your uh, your off-road trucks there at Glamis? I've only been to Glamis about three times in my life, but uh, I love it. I've been to a couple other spots in the sand dunes, and... Um, I'm sponsored by by Polaris, and we're doing actually a big event out there this next weekend for Halloween, and I'll be out in Glamis this next weekend. And so I'll be there, and then uh, after that is SEMA. I'll be out in SEMA, and then um, I'll be down at the Baja 1000. So I definitely got a busy schedule for the next uh, next month, and then uh, I'll have a little bit of downtime between uh, November and pretty much between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So that's uh, that's pretty much our only off-season for the year. Nice. All right, RJ. Have some good holidays, whatever it is next. Thanksgiving next. Be careful at Glamis. Have a good time at SEMA. We may see you out there, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Enjoy yourself. You got it. RJ Anderson, Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series Pro Light Driver and former champion, by the way, flying the Lone Mark Colors here in Speed Freaks Pitch. Statman, imagine you hitting your head so hard that your eye swells shut. <laughs> wow, that's pretty crazy. I was just listening to that. You know, last night they had, you know, the weirdness at uh, Irwindale with uh, they had a powder puff demolition derby. And uh, two cars, you know, collided. They couldn't have been going too fast, but they collided head on. So the total energy was pretty significant. And uh, one of the women in one of the cars came up to the media center and you know she kind of laughed and said i'm pretty tired i got to sit down my you know i got to get somebody to rub my neck and shoulders and, and i'm like wait a minute and when she left i turned to you know doug and said you got to get her a uh, you know checked for a, a concussion because the situation what the symptoms she described and the situation that got her those symptoms she could have had a slight concussion. And right. It, you know, you don't want to wake up in the middle of the night vomiting and headaches and, you know, and you don't know why, you know. I mean, it's so, yeah, that's nothing. It, it is possible, and that's one of the problems with head and neck restraint devices is that you could keep your head and neck from bobbing around, but your brain, that energy has, still has to be dissipated somewhere. And if it's your brain crashing into the inside of your skull, that still mm. causes a problem. That's what a concussion is. So you can still have problems, and, um, you know, I mean, that's, that's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. How about that? Talking about Irwindale Speedway in Southern California, and when you see things like that happen on the smaller tracks, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Talladega or if it's Irwindale Speedway in Southern California, man. A, a concussion's a concussion, man. Yeah, exactly. 